0: In a stadium rich with tradition, we have that here, and it, it reeks. And when you come in, teams take the field; they can feel it. The lights shine the brightest. Definitely, playing at Camp Randall is one of the best places to play in college football. This is the Camp. Now, here's your host, Zach Heilprin, and the Athletics, Jesse Temple, on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. Yes, welcome into the Camp here on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'm Zach Heilprin. No, Jesse Temple. Hope everyone's staying safe out there as we continue to uh, deal with the impacts of coronavirus and certainly uh, college football is impacted. Uh, The Big Ten announced the extension of the uh, suspension of team organized activities through june 1st not that any football will be going on at this point anyways after uh, missing uh, spring ball and and all that but we still don't know when players will be back on campus if they'll be back on campus what exactly football is going to look like this fall uh we don't have the answers we probably won't have the answers for a while but staying optimistic here uh i will say well, one note before we get to our interview uh, with uh, former Wisconsin wide receiver A.J. Taylor, who's recovering from the uh, the torn Achilles that he suffered against Minnesota, get into a lot of different things with him, including uh, his rehab. Uh, you know, how last season went, where he was coming off being Wisconsin's leading receiver, and then uh, Quintez Sivas shows back up and everyone else's opportunities uh, decline. And, you know, that's uh, not always easy to deal with, so we talk about that with him. And then also, uh, you know, kind of what if the NFL does work out, which is he's still obviously uh, trying to go for that. If it doesn't work out, he's got some off the field interests that are interesting and uh, things that he'd like to do uh, with his life. And so we talk about with that with him as well. But before we get to that, just one, uh, a little bit of news. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people saw last week that the university is implementing uh, campus wide furloughs uh, for staff. And uh, obviously that is going to impact the athletic department. I reached out to the athletic department to a spokesman with the athletic department to see how they were planning to handle it specifically with coaches, and what their uh, plan is is to uh, operate, or at least take advantage of the uh, the work share program that, um, if approved, and you know they haven't been approved yet, a lot of campus departments are going to be trying to to use it, and it has to be approved through the Department of Workforce Development, but they're they're hopeful that they'll get that in, um, and it'll avoid extensive furloughs. But w- what the Workshare Program does essentially is it keeps em- employees partially employed by sharing work uh, so that all the workers continue to work part-time, and that is going to impact the, the coaching staff and and certainly within other parts of the athletic department, it's going to impact them as well. The, uh, the spokesman said that they're still working through the plan on exactly what that's going to look like. Uh, we should have word on that here, I would assume, uh, by the middle of May. Uh, but again, this is touching everybody, and it's uh, affecting everybody. And that is not uh, going to be going away, you know, at least here in these next uh, month or so. For pretty much i guess everybody that's listening you know f- if you're part of the few that are in states that are reopening and going to be able to get to go back to work and, and all that that's great but obviously uh, for a lot of us continue to be impacted uh by coronavirus and i assume it's going to be with us for the impacts whether large or small going to be with us for for quite some time so let's uh let's get to our interview with aj taylor as i said a lot of interesting stuff going th- going on with him as he continues his rehab so again here is aj taylor And we do bring in now former Badger wide receiver A.J. Taylor here on the camp. A.J., I appreciate your time. Uh, obviously, the biggest question I think of uh, on a lot of people's minds is how's the rehab going? Obviously, torn Achilles in the uh, Minnesota game, missed the Big Ten Championship game, and missed uh, the Rose Bowl as well. How's the rehab coming?
1: The rehab, it's it's coming really well, actually. You know, in two days, I'll be six months, post stop. And um, really, you know, I can do just about everything. Like, I can run, I can uh, I can jump, not not crazy jumping yet, <laughs> but like I can jump rope. Uh I can do, you know, ladders. Which I'm super excited about. So I can do a lot of stuff. It's now I'm just at the point where I got to keep kind of keep doing it and keep repeating stuff like that. Um but I think I think we have ultimately it 's been going well. you know it takes time and it takes just constant like working on little things and I feel like i 've been doing that a lot with this uh, with this time that i 've really had and it 's starting to pay off.
0: You had an Instagram post uh, back in early March of you squatting, and you called it uh, one of the simplest things, but also a milestone. Um, but the thing that caught my attention there was uh, you saying that there aren't many times when you actually sit down and feel good about where you were, uh, but you did that day. Two months removed from that, are you finding yourself having more days where you, you're feeling good about where you're at?
1: Oh, my goodness. I've had so many um, from the, you know, I mean, I can think about it today uh, where I don't have pain after I do some, do did some ladder. So before, when I would when I would go outside and like or not go outside, when I try to jog in my hallway, stuff like that. I would call that a milestone because I could jog, but then the next day I would be sore. I'd be really sore and I just kinda wouldn't do it again and for another, you know, a few days, maybe a week. But now I mean I've been doing, you know, ladders, jump roping and and jogging and today I feel like I could go do it all again. So my leg isn't as sore Um, so I feel like that is right there. It's just, it's remarkable. Uh, when I was able to do ladders, it was remarkable. Um, just able to jog without, you know, feeling like I'm limping a little bit because I think I still maybe had a little bit of a limp last time I posted me jogging, but you know, now I feel like it's starting to kind of go away, but it's just, it's just, there's so many things like that, that, it just kind of changes your whole outlook, and like, wow, you know, um, it's, it's happening. I'm healing.
0: The t- a torn Achilles is a significant injury. I mean, we all know about the ACL and mm-hmm. and that type of stuff, but the Achilles is as big of an injury, if not more, than women. I there's a lot of people don't come back from it. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's yeah. where it's if you tore your Achilles, you're kind of done. I mean, there's there's some great athletes that do it. Obviously, you're a, a great athlete. But what, uh, what is the goal? Why, why are you pushing yourself so hard?
1: Um, you know, that's a really good question. That's a question, you know, I don't feel like I ask myself enough. But I think, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I, I want to come back and, and all of that and push myself is, well, there's, there's probably like two or three. The first one is because I like, it's like a promise I made to my, you know, seven year old self.
0: And not necessarily
1: even a promise. It was just more of a a goal that I set out to do and I'm a person that if I'm passionate about my goal then I'm gonna like I'm gonna achieve it, you know. Um I wanna make it and that's something I've always wanted to do. But at the same time I feel like oh, there's a lot of kids, there's a lot of people that look up to me and or that's that have looked up to me since I was in high school. And if they can see that I, like, tore my Achilles, it's probably one of the worst circumstances a person could... You know, it's like, it just was really bad circumstances. Never being hurt to tear your Achilles senior year right before the NFL, don't get drafted, like, all of that. If I could, you know, be, like, a positive light to some own inspiration in somebody's life, um, to somebody's life, and, and then they can tell me, you know, because of you, I didn't give up, I feel like that will be that is the whole reason that I'm doing like doing this you know um, that that's like exactly it is like I just want to be there for the underdogs the person that you know doesn't think they can make it uh, just to show them that uh, you can you just you just got to
0: work when will you be you think 100% and when you get to that point what's that next step obviously you mentioned the NFL that's the goal right the set when you were 7 mm-hmm. years old that was the goal that you set to, or set to you know i think a lot of us. Now you certainly <laughs> got much closer than pretty much anybody else at this point. than, you know when we're all ki- when we're all kids, we're like, yeah, we're going go to the, we're going to play in the NFL, whatever. But mm-hmm. you're obviously you have that opportunity when you get to 100 percent physically. What's that next step to to make yeah, that yeah. opportunity a reality?
1: Mm-hmm. I've um so the goal. The goal is to actually I'm going back to Kansas City to. Kind of do a little bit more rehab and working out and stuff like that. But when I get healthy, well, hopefully my goal is to get healthy and, uh you know maybe in that September, October range, right? Hopefully May. Hopefully the NFL gets pushed back a little bit, <laughs> so I could be coming in right when you know things are getting started. You're the but only you're,
0: you're the only one that wants that pushback, eh? Hey? Just, just I, I <laughs> promise you that.
1: I'm, I probably am. But <laughs> You know, it is what it is, yeah. but uh, yeah, so I, wanna, I want to, you know, get healed up, yep. hopefully come back around September, October, and then once I'm 100, my goal is going to be to find somewhere to train, just like maybe for two to three weeks to a month, just find somewhere so I can, like, train and, and, and work on receiver, like, work on routes, so... I don't know if I'm gonna go to Texas or if I'm gonna go to Florida again, um, but I want to do that. And then once I get there, and my agent, me and my agent have talked, and we, there there are still teams that are interested, and there are still teams that you know have said you know once he's back, we want to see him. So um, that can, that keeps me feeling up too. But uh, that's that's really the goal. And then once once I get once I'm done with the training. I'd, we'd call up some teams and say, hey, we're ready to, we're ready to show you what he's got. Yeah. I'll show you what I got.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, obviously the NFL draft uh, a week and a half ago now, was it uh, – you were obviously happy for your guys, right? I mean, with JT yeah. and, and oh, yeah. Quintess and everybody like that. And even, you know, Chris getting picked up as an undrafted free agent. But it was also a little bit difficult knowing that – had you not gotten hurt, you would have been in the same position as as them to be able to advance your career. Was it difficult to watch? Did you watch any of it? I guess.
1: No, I did watch it. I watched it all. Yeah. Um, I think I watched it all with that that little bit of hope that maybe a team will take a chance on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, just the the true reality of it is, you know, I'm not JT or I'm not like a big name guy, so a team doesn't have to take. A chance on me, which is once once you swallow your pride and you're like okay then it it just everything makes so much more sense and you and you can see it from a more of a positive side and again i I've said this plenty to everybody, I believe that you know I do believe in God, and I believe that God is kind of like an author of our lives when we are followers of him, and I think that um this was God's saying. It wasn't God saying no. I think it was God saying not yet. So I'm not going to, I don't know, yeah, I was upset for a little bit, but that upset, it deflated really quick, and I just got happy. You know, I got I got more joy out of seeing my guys go than jealousy or anger that I wasn't going, you know? So I'm not too, like, I'm, I'm not going to worry about that too much because, you know, we've all got
0: a plan. We've
1: all got a route that we have got to go. You
0: know. Yeah, no doubt. L- looking back at last season, obviously Quintes made the offense better, right? Like he was, he, yeah. he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. But it also took opportunities away from other guys in that room. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. sp- including you, right? I mean, you went from yeah. leading the team in uh, receiving to maybe not getting as many chances as as you would have liked to. Uh, was there any frustration on your part? Team success is most important, right? But individually, yeah. for you, was there any frustration?
1: I think that kind of goes in the same bucket as the draft. Okay. Yeah, there was definitely times. There were times where yeah, I was frustrated. Um, I was upset, you know. But I think all of that frustration and anger and upset, like all of that, that's just it's just negative energy. Uh, like it's like it's. We I don't know, it's it's not needed. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean if there's you can be upset and you can you can be all of that, but again there's a like there's a plan for you. There's a reason why this has happened. And if you can find the, the reason or the positive in that, then I think you're you're winning. Like I don't even if you're losing you're winning. If you can find the positive in the negative. And I think, you know, maybe the positive was just teaching me humility. Or like humbling, humbling me, humbling my spirit. Uh, there, there is definitely something to be learned in that whole circumstance because it's just really, if you really look at it, it's kind of weird, you know. Um, I don't know. There's, there's just something to be taught because I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but. Um, I I wasn't set, but I think that I I got over that pretty quick
0: too. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, it's not like you didn't have some great moments. You had the, the yeah. touchdown against Ohio State. You had the amazing touchdown against Nebraska. With the opportunities you got, did you think you took advantage of them?
1: Uh, yeah. You know, that was that had to be a Oh my goodness, that was literally like a thing. In my whole, uh, in my whole senior season, yeah. it was once you know after the first two or three games, you kind of know how the season's gonna ride out. You know how it's gonna play, and after those, I think we kind of knew that Q was gonna he was gonna you know was gonna he was gonna get the rock. Yeah. Let's just be real, we knew it, and so let's, I think once my mind started to know that and figure that out. That whole thing just became so true. it was take advantage of your of your opportunities, and you know I would like to say i did I took advantage of all of them, but I think there were still times when I was too nervous to uh mess up i was I was nervous to uh to miss the ball because I felt like if I missed it then I might <laughs> my the chance right. so i would i would like um, i would i think I was really cautious. But I think towards the middle, the middle flash end of the season, I kind of just was like, you know, screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try to do my thing. I like, I'm really gonna try to do it. And I think that's when, I think that's kind of when the O State game, when I did well during that. Uh, but I don't think I did started that at the O State game. I think I started like a game before. So, but I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe not the middle. Maybe towards. Once I start to realize that things were gonna go the the way they were, I think that's when I kind of was like at first it was, at first couple games, I was a little cautious, and then after that, I was just like you know you just gotta you just gotta play ball and the, and and your time will come and eventually, you know it did, and I was able to sign a little bit but
0: yeah, no. I I assume that was for – your mindset was the same way the rest of the room felt, too, you know, after those mm-hmm. first couple of games where you, you see what Quintes was able to do. It, you know, kind of changes everybody's mindset. Did you guys ever talk about it? You and Kendrick and, and Danny, did you guys talk about that and, and, and know that, you know, you had other roles to play other than having the ball in your hands ever, more than you did?
1: Uh, you know, I think we did – we did – we definitely had different conversations about it. I mean shoot, we even talked with Q about it. It wasn't like it wasn't like a thing where, like we were mad at Q or we were just mad at, you know, everything, you know, it wasn't that. It was you know, and I think they were a little bit more kinda of understanding. They were they have another year. I think if all anybody had a little bit of frustration it was me, but you know, it's just it's one of those things where like that's it's, that's what happens in football. Yeah. Not everything's gonna go your way, and you just gotta be able to stick to your own guns and like and play. Like it's just it's just that's how it works, and especially on offense. So yeah, we had our talks. We had little um, uh, times that we could just vent to each other, I guess, and we could just get it out. Uh, like talk to each other about certain circumstances and situations, which I think is. Um, like, I think that's needed when you're, you know, when you're going through some stuff. Um, I mean, shoot, and like I said, Q would be in zone two. So, it wasn't, wasn't anything like, you know, us three versus him. No, it was, it was literally just a group of receivers. We're all just talking through what's going on. And there are other roles available for us. So, like, you know, blocking was going to be key or, um, you know, running guys off or, um, When you do get your name called, be ready. Just different things like that. Um, Special teams. Everything kind of became a lot more important. And I think that maybe could have been something, too. Teaching other guys. Teaching other guys, you know, different um, routes. Or teaching guys kind of how to play the game at the college level. Like teaching the younger guys. I I mean, everything is just a little bit more important. And you still can work on yourself. Uh, work on your skills and all of that, but you just gotta. I don't know. I think it's good to talk
0: to each other about stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, obviously, uh, Ted Gilmore was the guy that recruited you first, right? He was your main recruiter, uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, your receivers coach for for all four years. Were you caught off guard at all by the by his decision to to leave?
1: Um. Oh, I guess I could say yes and no. Okay. Um, that's, that's probably about it. So, yeah, I guess that's all I could say. Yes and no. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, weird. But yeah, why yes? Yes, uh,
1: because it was something that, um, yes, because, mm, I don't know. I think yes, because I've been with him so long. And I I don't know, I've known him him my whole college career, so I'm like, everybody's going to know him their whole college career. But then, it's because it's like, you know, at Wisconsin, it was such a family, you forget that it's a business sometimes. Yeah. That's kind of how it it felt. Like, you forget that it was such a family that, yeah, you forget that it actually is a business. So when it happens when business decisions are made, you're like, oh, oh. And it kind of catch you off guard, but just, you know, brings you back to reality.
0: Yeah, and so yes is obviously it's a you know, it caught you off guard because he is he was family especially for you but it doesn't catch it didn't not it doesn't surprise you not so much because it is also a business decision especially considering what he got from Michigan State it it makes sense Yes Yeah Exactly Okay Looking to uh, next season obviously you're gone Quintez is gone Aaron Kirkshank transferred what kind of season do you expect from Kendrick and and Danny?
1: You know, if they play the Clans they can have a great season that's that's Simple as and, simple and said, they play their cards right. They can have a great season.
0: And then obviously you've got two other seniors in, in uh, Adam Kremholz and Jack Dunn. But are, are there any, like some of the young guys uh, behind them? There's a lot of young guys behind them, obviously. Should Wisconsin fans be excited about what those guys can bring?
1: I mean, yeah. I don't think Wisconsin, you know, um, it's just, you know, recruiting kids just to recruit kids. I think everybody... Every one of those young guys can bring something to the the table in their own ways. Um, We've got some guys that, I mean, they're all athletes, but we've got some guys that could be remarkable on special teams. We've got some guys that are versatile. We've got some height. We've got some speed. We've got quickness. We've got route runners. And we've got a lot of um, different things, these young guys. And this this is tough that there's no spring ball for them to grow. And, and gain some more experience because I think that's what, you know, one of the key things that our young guys need is just a chance to be able to be molded, uh, to, to, to hone in on their craft and to, to really kind of find who they are, kind of find the, the kind of players they are. And um, I think that's pretty key when it comes to college football so you can get ready for, you know, the season and you're ready for the next level. you got to kind of know who you are, know what your gifts are, but, um it takes
0: time. Obviously, they won't get that opportunity. No spring ball. We don't know when they're going to be out, be able to come back on campus. If if it were you, how long would you need to get ready to play a game? I mean, we I've, I've seen like coaches saying we need six to eight weeks. What, what what as a player, how long would it take you? Do you think to be if you don't have if you didn't have spring ball, you didn't have summer workouts, how long would it take you to be ready to play a game? Uh, say you know the the Big Ten op- or the the opening game, which is against Indiana for Wisconsin this year. Mm. How long would it take?
1: I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. Like six to eight weeks, maybe like, maybe like twelve weeks. I'd want to, <laughs> I'd want a few weeks to, to like work out and like you know just to make sure my body is going to be ready to take the hits for the whole you know three months, uh four months of the season. Right. So I definitely want a few. Uh, of like a few weeks to just work out get stronger start conditioning a little bit um and then you know you need those weeks of, of fall camp just to to rep plays to make sure you've got the playbook to make sure you know you're you under you kind of have a little bit of chemistry with your with your QB um, and with your teammates you need that time like that time is almost sacred when it comes to uh you know, football. That's what we have. Training camp. That's, I mean, the NFL has training camp. College has uh, fall camp. We like we we need that time as much as as tough as it is and as as you know hard as it is, which is even isn't even that hard anymore. But like we need that. That's time to to get better to to fight through those little those little pains and you, you're gonna be good. No, you're gonna be good and to work. I don't know, you're working with your teammates. Yeah, uh, I think you. I I'd, I'd say probably like, you know, three to four months, <laughs> which is wild. But- yeah,
0: probably unlikely that they're going to get that much time to uh, to do that. I mean, there's. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously just way too much money involved in college athletics to ha- not have a season. I w I think we're going to see football, but. It'll be interesting to see how it, how it all looks and, and 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 how good the football is going to be. Like, what if you don't have all that time together? How good is it actually going to look on yeah. the field? But um, uh, I wanted to transition to to off the field stuff. Obviously, the goal is to the NFL, but you've also been setting yourself up for other avenues to pursue your professions that you that you care about. And um, mm-hmm. you know, actor, what, director, photographer, filmmaker. Um, yeah. You know, you've done a little acting already. I saw you were in, uh, working on a on a documentary about your rehab process as well. Uh, yeah. You got a is it a photo business called was it Underground Productions? Underground Productions. Yeah. yeah. So where does your love for everything like this come from? I have no clue. It's not <laughs> um, because Kansas I, because, honestly, because because Kansas City is not exactly a hotbed for you know. No, it's not. Oh, okay. I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's not at all. Not at all. I thought that I don't know. My. One of my I think my freshman or sophomore year is when I switched my major and was like, Yeah, I'm going to play I mean I'm not going to I want to do film because I want to get into acting. So that's what I did. And what I've you know, just what I learned is that, you know, kinda God puts you in positions to do things that, you know, you're naturally good at and stuff like that, right? And so I've been trying to do the whole acting thing and never found a teacher, never found anybody to help me. So then, so now I'm kind of like, maybe that's not where he wants me to be, but I still love the film making process. And I would love to act in something one day, but I don't think I'm going to go straight to just try to become an actor. I think, you know, maybe the whole producing or directing avenue would be really phenomenal to get into. And so... But so one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to start trying to make short films. So like, I need to get a camera. So I got a camera and then, I'm, so the camera, the whole idea was we to take videos with it. But then I went out with some friends and was like, let's just take some pictures and see what shakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we took some pictures and I like edited them a little bit. And I was like, okay, this is kind of dope. Yeah. So then I ended up getting like Photoshop and Lightroom like classic on uh from Adobe because it's free now because of the corona. Right. And, or, but I, I did pay for it at, <laughs> at a point. Yeah. But I started taking pictures of people and I started editing them. I was like, yeah, okay, I really like this too. Yeah. So then I kind of came up with Underground Productions because I still wanted to have the whole film side in case I started shooting films. But then I just started clicking away and started taking more pictures. And then I like, started to fall in love with the pictures but, but then I also still have all these creative ideas in my head so like maybe at some point you'll see some independent film uh production group from from me uh some point later down the road I don't know but Yeah. Well I'm interested in all things film.
0: Yeah. I've seen a lot of the pictures. What's what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? My
1: favorite? Mm. I kind of was just thinking about this the other day.
0: Because I feel like like there's so many amazing sites around Madison, you know, and and, and obviously where you're from as well, but, like, there's just so many amazing things you can take pictures of, and and it's it's a very picturesque town to be be in right now.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. There, There are a lot of things. And the thing is, you know, even though I do have pictures of stuff just around Madison, I also have, I think some of my favorite ones are with people. I like kind of capturing like the essence of people. And the the thing is it's, it's tough for you to, for other people to be able to know them. They might think they're just posing, but I think a lot of the pictures that I kind of uh, captured kind of were like the essence of people. There's one really colorful one um, of one of my friends. It's like, it's like she's like smiling with her tongue out and, uh, it's just a really colorful background and everything like that. And I think that's, like, a good one that kind of captures the essence of her. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know if you know, but I've got the ones of, of Eric. Uh, yep. and, and his shoes, uh, right? The shoes and yeah. stuff like that. I've got a lot of those. Those really capture his essence, too. He's got a Gucci shirt on. <laughs> if anybody knows EB, then you know that, like, he's he's all about, you know, the highest fashion and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just kind of like those type of picks, and I feel like I really, I really got them. You know, like I got you. I got your essence there. Yeah, stuff like that. I like really. I really like those.
0: So you've in, you've involved uh, a number of your teammates in some of these endeavors, right? Like obviously Eric, but you all, I saw. Was it Isaiah Loudermilk, Griffin Grady, the former uh, the former linebacker? Like you've had. You've been in. You've been. In, uh, I don't. know. Is that something that you brought together, or was it? or they kind of want to get into it too?
1: So I, uh, so that was actually – so, okay, the one that me and Griff acted in, that was another guy's film. And the one that me and Isaiah acted in, that was Griffin's film. Okay. And he, he was in, you know, uh, I don't know if you know, but there's a big football house here. And everybody, like a lot of guys on the football team, you know, they were kind of like interested in it once he said he needed some help. Yeah, So it was really like me – uh, Isaiah, Adam Comholts was in it. Christian Vulpentesto was in it. <laughs> it's a funny film. <laughs> it's funny. I, I,
0: I actually went looking for it. I could only find the clip on your on your uh, Instagram. Yeah, um, I think
1: Griff. He might have posted it. Posted it, but I, he probably didn't. I don't know. He might have <laughs> took it down from his bio.
0: It was just something fun to do. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was fun. It was for a class actually. Okay. We had a class. We had a film class. I kind of. Taught us the basics of you know production. You know we had to write the script, we had to find the location, find the people, and you know do all of that. Um, map it all out, beat sheet, all of the the stuff you kind of do when you're making a film. We basically kind of did it in like a 101 elementary level way. Yeah, and uh, and it, and it was fun. It was cool. Really, it was really cool.
0: What in terms of graduation? Are you gonna miss your graduation because of? Uh of Perona, or, are you, or are you set to graduate in, in the winter, or the or, or next spring?
1: Uh, I'm I set to graduate in December. I decided. I mean, I think I could have walked this uh, this spring, but I had planned not to walk anyway. I was just gonna just wait till I like finished, finished. Yeah. Uh, and so I want to. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna wait till I'm completely done to, to walk in the or whatever. However, they do it in the in, in the winter.
0: Yeah, I think they. I think it's at the coal Center. I think they have it there. I'm not positive. I obviously not smart, yeah. enough, smart not smart enough to get into UW Madison, so I, I couldn't tell uh, you. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what it is. But certainly, uh, it, it's it's a hell of an accomplishment, no matter when it happens. Um, AJ, appreciate your time today, and uh, good luck with the rehab. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for your movies in the future.
1: Sounds good. I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: So that was uh, former Wisconsin wide receiver A.J. Taylor here on the camp. That's going to do it for uh, this week's show. Going to be back, hopefully, uh, with a few more interviews uh, early next week and, and uh, hopefully continue to do this throughout the rest of uh, May and end of the summer as we hopefully, hopefully, hopefully have some actual football to talk about come late July, early August. You've been listening to the camp here on the Wisconsin Sports SportsZone Radio Network.